What's going on? You are now tuned in to the Concast. Before I start off this podcast episode, uh, shout out. <laughs> I, I, fucked up. I want to give a shout out to you, the listener, for lending me your ears so I can talk my shit. All right, man. The past like five days, I've been fighting uh, illness. You know what I'm saying? I've been staying inside and I've been in the ER hella times uh, this past weekend. Uh, it's been kind of rough, guys. But you know what? I'm all right. You know what I mean? I'm doing good. With this time not being able to work, man, I'm able to go into myself and figure out what I like and go back to things that inspire me again. And that's why, you know what I mean? I take these times and I just try to invest as much into creativity and as much into passionate things and much into positive things, vibrant things. You know what I mean? Things that I just like to do. You know what I mean? I started watching a lot of Bruce Lee stuff again. Uh... I started watching a little bit more movies, you know, found movies that inspired me so much. And speaking of movies, one of the movies that I watched actually during my time of just being at home and just kind of taking it easy um, was Hard Lessons by uh, Denzel Washington or starring Denzel Washington, not by Denzel Washington. Uh, I don't know who the director was. I just know Denzel Washington was in it. <laughs> That's the only actor I knew in that whole movie was Denzel Washington. And guys, this movie is... You know, when they made movies back in the day, these movies were, it's, it's interesting, right? These movies back in the day, film was different, you know what I mean? It's not like today where you could just film a whole movie off like a Canon Rebel T6, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my first camera, you know? Like, it's so crazy how much we can do with the technology that we have, iPhones and cameras. Literally, I bought uh, a, a Sony a7 III. Uh, yo, that thing is amazing, bro. That thing it shoots amazing. So when I watch these movies, I understand the time frame and I understand the era and the technology that goes into the making these movies. And you know, acting was so different back then. Acting was just, at least on camera, you know, because you had a lot of film. You know what I mean with these movies. And the film was, it was almost like, dude, you had to be really delicate with the time. You had to be really delicate with everything that you did you know what i'm saying you had to be very very delicate because you only have so much time to record something so anyway i'm not going to get into all of it but i thought it was a really special movie that's why i like old movies because there's not a lot of cgi shit and they have to really act you know what i'm saying i don't know now not saying the act is bad but it is what it is so it's all about denzel washington he basically basically is his new principal at this school and the school is really fucked up. It's in, like, South Central Los Angeles somewhere. I think it's based on, like, a real story about a real principal in a real school, but I'm honestly not too sure. Anyway, he pulls up to the school. His wife kisses him. She's like, all right, good luck. You know what I mean? There's gangs at this school. These niggas, bro, these niggas is shooting craps in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? These niggas is bringing knives to school. These niggas is fighting each other and shit. Like, yo, I would hate to go to this school too, bro. I'm going to keep it also honest. Like, yo... I'd hate to go to the school with these niggas, man. These niggas made, like, the normal, like, it's, like, there was this girl named Cynthia, and she was, like, a nerd, you know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding, she wasn't a nerd. She was a smart young black lady, you know what I mean? And, um, she, <laughs> she was a smart young black woman, you know what I'm saying? And she was hella smart and shit, and she, like, transferred to hella different schools, because, you know, like, in a shitty-ass school, like, no one wants to send their kids to a shitty-ass school, you know what I'm saying? So she was about to transfer and go to, like, a Another school. She ended up coming back, you know what I mean, to home team, but it's all good, you know what I mean? She just had to go, you know, she wanted, she had a lot of pride in that school. But anyway, so Denzel pulls up. The whole school is shitty, you know what I mean? Like, the teachers don't want to teach. There's this hating-ass white dude. Uh, 
who's just always hating on Denzel because he has more teaching experience, but he's like, you're very idolistic. I, I've worked so hard and educated, blah, 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 blah. Like, bro, you a hating-ass white man, bro. We ain't worried about you, bro. Denzel really out here. You know how to connect to the kids, man. So fuck what all he talking about. Dog, check this out. There's, like, all these different kids that he comes in contact with. This one kid named Kelly, I think was his name. He was, like, one of them kids who, like, didn't really want to join a gang. He was kind of, like, confused. He's like, do I join a gang? I don't really want to join a gang. Maybe he had some... He was forced to join it. I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, he gets involved with it, and, bruh, he can't read, okay? And this is how I know. This is why I named this podcast episode Niggas Can't Read because I noticed this throughout the whole motherfucking movie. And let me explain. If you've seen the movie, yo, you know what I'm talking about. Think about it. And if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it if you have, after if you if I've compelled you enough to go watch this movie because this movie is amazing. It is kind of like corny at times, but that's just how all like that's just that's just how how all old movies are. You know what I mean? So just let me let me tone it down a little bit. <laughs> let me just let me just bring it down a little bit. All right, my bad. I was getting way too antsy there. You know what I'm saying? I got to take it easy. But um you know Man, where was I going? Oh yeah, so brother, he couldn't the brother couldn't read, but they played like a basketball like one-on-one. And, like, every time, like, Denzel has, like, a cool... Like, bro, I never saw Denzel break and fold and cry in this whole movie, bro. He always kept he always kept frame. Like, he was always in a masculine frame. He was just, just man, the whole time. Like, you know what I mean? Stoic, I guess you could say. But, um, nigga didn't cry once, bro. I was surprised. And I, I would have broke down to the first day. Like, yo, this nigga threw an egg at the back of my back, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be hot, nigga. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, after one week there, man, like, nobody, like, everybody just had an exhausted attitude, you know what I'm saying? Which is another thing that was really crazy that I noticed. I was like, damn, that's totally true. Like, a lot of teachers are really just there for a check. Like, the one white dude, he told him, he was like, bro, you can leave. Like, I'll find another teacher, bro. Like, it ain't no problem. Like, just buy. Like, and he's like, no. I mean, he, like, did everything he could to, like, get Denzel out of the school and not be the president no or not be the principal no more. I don't know, man. Principal's all about discipline, you know what I mean? He's like a the enforcer, you know what I'm saying? Make sure all the kids are maintained and doing what they're supposed to do. You know, when I look back on the, this this whole movie, may, really made me look back on the whole educational system. And I was like, you know what? I I remember I remember being friends with some with some kids, man, like black, Mexican, it didn't really matter in my neighborhood like where I went to school, it was hella diverse. So it was Asian kids struggling, Mexican kids struggling, Russian kids struggling, all types of shit. And on the flip side, it was the same types of kids and their cultures, like, succeeding at the same time. Like, it was that is a hella weird area, bro. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. But anyway, with that being said, I thought back on some of the kids that I knew and the problems that they were going through at home and how much that shit hella affected them. And I thought that was so interesting that made me really think about that. Because I was like, damn, you know, like, I, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I remember, I seen kids act out like this, you know what I mean? Like, one Mexican kid, he was living in a car. He So, like, it was, honestly, and this is how you know the movie was just kind of, like, what not really well thought out in some areas. Like, it still needed some grease, you know what I'm saying? Or some spice. But the kid, he, like, picks up this, this Mexican kid named, like, Ricardo or something. <laughs> Jose, I don't know, Juan, some shit, like, you know what I mean, last name Lopez Perez, <laughs> I don't know, no, I'm just playing, but uh, I, I love my Latino, you know what I mean, Hispanic brothers and everything, it's just all jokes, man, but anyway, um, 
So anyway, he he pull up. I think his name was Miguel. <laughs> that doesn't help the case either. But anyway, so his name. <laughs> yeah. So he takes Miguel home uh, after like an assembly, and he's like, "Oh, you know what I mean? I walk you to your door. I want to meet your parents because like he was hella trying to meet the parents and shit." And uh, he's like, "Oh, nah, like you won't. You know what I mean? Like this ain't where I re- where I really live. You feel me?" And he was like, "Well, where do you live?" And like this is a nice ass house. And then right next to the house is like this fucking car with a bunch of cardboard boxes in it, and he lives in there, and I'm like, bruh, y'all could have thought this out a little bit more, I mean, come on, man, like, you expect me to believe that this Mexican kid, like, really, I mean, it's believable, like, some kids definitely live in cars, but, like, bruh's mom was in Mexico, couldn't get over, um, he was an illegal immigrant, he got here, like, he said, uh, at 11, I, like, crossed the border and shit, I was like, damn, bruh, that's some crazy shit, that's crazy, but, like, um, like, damn, nigga, 11? Like, 11? <laughs> I, was playing, I was playing Pokemon, nigga. Like, <laughs> he was crossing the border, nigga. I was playing Pokemon. <laughs> like, I was trying to catch a Charizard, nigga. I was trying to get this Charmeleon to be a Charizard, nigga. And you was crossing the border? Wait, you came from where? El Salvador or some shit? Wait, you, you mean you, you crossed Central America to get up here, nigga? Like, oh, shit, nigga. But anyway, um... He was actually really smart though. He was like a damn honor kid or something. He was he was like smart. Um, and then there's this kid. Oh, back to the kid who who got shot. Yeah, this one kid got shot in a fucking gang fight. He was the one who didn't really want to be in this in the like gang, but he got shot get, trying to be brave and trying to step in. He it literally like he was studying with this chick, and the gangs were all about to like fight each other and shit. And bro was looking from a distance, like you know what I mean, like should I hop in? Should I not? Like. You know that that video where the the three dudes are beating up the this one guy and the one dude in the back is kind of like barely hitting him and shit. I think that's just exactly what it was. And bro, fucked around and got shot. You know what I'm saying? Bro, fucked around and got shot. And Denzel held this nigga head, dead nigga head like to his chest and was like, oh, I'm too close to the mic. Yo, he would he held his chest. <laughs> he just held this nigga head dead head to his chest and was like. It's gonna be okay, son. Like, and didn't cry. I was like, yo, this nigga Denzel can handle anything, nigga. Like, <laughs> yo, this nigga didn't cry once. Like, yo, like, what the fuck? This nigga dope as shit. Like, that's crazy. This nigga did not shed one tear, bro. And his wife left him, you know what I mean? I don't know if you've seen Freedom Riders, but it was kind of like damn near like the same plot. Like, oh, like, remember she gets too into her work and about the students, and then the husband's like, you know, I can't handle it, like, oh, like, I gotta go, so he, like, left, basically, the wife did that to Denzel, he was like, please don't leave, you don't have to do this, and he, did, she was right, he was right, she didn't have to do that, but, you know what, she did, and, uh, she left, but he didn't get, bro, Denzel kept it thugging, bro, he was all about the kids, bro, that shit was crazy, and then there's this other kid named EJ, that nigga couldn't read either, bro, that nigga, he couldn't read, he was involved in gangs, and let me just say this about the gangs in L.A., and L.A. gangs in general and how it's depicted in Hollywood. Yo, they make L.A. street dudes look so corny, bruh. Like, anytime I'm in L.A., bro, like, okay, maybe I might see that that starter pack, the Chucks and the, you know what I mean, the damn workwear, you know, button up and, like, I don't know, some shit like that. But honestly, bruh, like, like, yeah, it's there, but, like, yo, Hollywood always, this is, like, the damn costume kit for fucking every LA street dude, and sometimes I'd be wondering, like, yo, why do they be making LA dudes look so corny, like, in, in movies and shit sometimes, especially back in the day, I mean, I think that was really the style, you know, but I mean, so I guess it's different, but, bro, these niggas was wearing workout gloves, these niggas was wearing, like, vests with, like, holes in them, and, like, studded jeans, like, 
and chucks and i was like yo jerry curls and like a like one earring like it was like an earring and it had like a leaf and a moon i was like yo these niggas was just on some different shit back in the day breakdancing and fighting carrying swish blades on them maybe one nigga had a gun on them now nah, probably most niggas had a gun on them to be honest but i mean it's still like that today for sure like niggas still got guns on them but just the cultural imagery just i feel like it's so <laughs> degrading to la dudes like i mean like yo they be making y'all look so corny anyway that's a long ass rant but yeah, EJ basically ends up killing somebody. Uh, his dad was kind of like a, was one of them, like, hating-ass niggas, like, you know what I'm saying? He was a real hate, he was a hater, bro. He was a real hater, for sure, EJ's dad. You know what I mean? I see why he was hella pissed off all the time. I bet his dad was telling him all types of shit, like, nigga, you ain't gonna be shit, nigga. Nigga, you stupid, nigga, you ain't gonna be nobody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Something like that, you know, it's some real hater shit. But anyway... Yeah, he ended up killing somebody, and uh, he couldn't read. And then that kid who got shot with the basketball, he couldn't. He would play basketball. The 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 Buster, <laughs> the Buster. <laughs> yo, the Buster. Like, yo, I'm gonna call that nigga the Buster. Like, yo, he was a straight Buster. I think I'm using that definition right. I don't know if I am, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If you hear this, I think I'm gonna do my Google right actually right after this. But I think that's like when he like I mean like a poser. You know what I'm saying? Basically. Like he wasn't really about it. He didn't really want no. He didn't really want no smoke with nobody, bro. And he fucked around and got shot, <laughs> trying to be a gang member, and or trying to pose as a gang member. So I don't know. You know what I mean? He couldn't read though. And then there was this one weird ass black kid, and the actor, bro, was like, <laughs> "Fuck, this actor looked thirty five, bro. Yo, you gotta <laughs> look up with this actor. Look, yo, y'all gotta watch this movie." It's this weird-ass black dude. He got, like, a glued-on fro. And he looked 35, but he playing, like, a special... I ain't gonna say retarded. Oh, I just said retarded. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? I, like, you know what I mean? He, he got, like, a slow look to him. You know? He, um... Yeah, anyway, man. So, he couldn't read, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it kind of made sense because he was kind of slow. So I was like, oh, well, he kind of slow. So like, I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? The other niggas, like, I was like, oh, like, they couldn't read? Like, I don't know. Like, it was kind of fucked up. But anyway, you know, I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, so he can't read either. And then there's, and he ends up actually being like a Shakespearean actor. Like, he actually ends up reading, actually learns how to read and um, learns. Like, he wasn't like a bad kid. He was just kind of troubled. Like, he was just like frustrated. Like, he wanted to learn, but. He was having a difficult time learning because none of the teachers were really challenging him and giving him different things. Like, he got hella mad in his class. He was like, man, I seen this movie in the second grade, third grade, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And I was like, damn. I was like, fuck, this nigga is about to graduate. And he's seen the same fucking movie, like, five, six times in the same, in, like, in class. I was like, damn, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I feel like that's how it was in my textbooks. I was like, yo, it's like the same textbook, like, just a different color. Nigga, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you niggas can't fool me. But, yeah, he ends up being, like, a dope-ass Shakespearean guy and whatever, so. Uh, and then there's this other incident with this white, with this black dude, this black parent, and the black parent, like, Denzel and this black parent, they have, like, not beef, but, like, basically Denzel was outside one time passing out flyers, and he saw this black kid getting yelled at hella aggressively by his dad. And he came up, and he was like, yo, 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 like, relax, bro, like, what's going on? And. You know what I mean? He's, he told his son to get in the car, and they, like, drove off and shit. And then uh, they end up in the principal's office, and, like, Denzel break in. He, like, yo, like, what's going on? Like, because the assistant lady was, like, yo, Mr. McKenna. That's his name, Principal McKenna. He was, like, 
yo, Principal McKenna, Denzel Washington. <laughs> There's some some black dad is gonna whoop his is gonna whoop his son ass in, in the office. We need you. And you know, Denzel, bro, he just come down and, and like, bro, he makes people like he just touches the people, you know what I'm saying? Like he like really like Jesus in this thing, man. He like people just really fuck with him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they might not fuck with him at first, but they end up always end up fucking with him because he's just a real ass nigga. He's like, yo, bro, I just wanna see you do good, but that's only if you wanna do good, nigga. I ain't gonna force you, you know what I'm saying? But he handled business. Anyway, and he don't cry like a little bitch. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, man, Denzel. So, yeah, Denzel's basically working with these niggas who can't read, you know what I'm saying? And this 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 dad gets mad at his son. He like, I told him to get up and come to work with me today because ain't no black man going to get, because uh, can't no black man get ahead with uh in a white man world with no books or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Basically, like, you got to work, you got to make money, you know what I'm saying? Not stick your head in the books and read Shakespeare and all this other type of shit, you know? Um, that's not how you make it in a white man's world. You know what I mean? What I say, bro, black culture, ADOS, that's slave culture, you know what I'm saying? Black people, black Americans, unfortunately, our, our mindset and our culture, it's just associated with slave culture, you know what I mean? We still think we're slaves today. The whole dichotomy of a master and a slave uh, uh, is is just ingrained in, in the mental and in the brain, and it's hard to un it's hard to uh, unlearn and relearn and a lot of us refuse to do that a lot of us obscure ourselves from actually being able to go down that route and I think Denzel Washington in this movie uh, was that figurehead you know what I mean like yo you can be somebody because like in the like towards the end of the movie it's so crazy bro Denzel's it's like this they're throwing on this Shakespearean play where all the schools come and do Shakespeare and shit so like they're getting white people a bunch of white schools coming out and just like fucking with them and shit Anyway, so, you know, they're doing the whole Shakespearean thing, and there's a rumor that hella gangs are about to have a fight, and uh, it's the Brims and the and the Crips, I guess. I don't know if Bloods were called Brims back then. I really don't know, bro. I, don't, I really don't know anything about this shit. But, uh, so, basically, they go out there. He, he, he comes in, uh, stops the gang fight, you know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, like, what the fuck? He just stopped the gang fight. He said, well, keep it in the streets, but not at the school, bruh. They want us to act like some goddamn stupid. And he just dropped the M-bomb. And I was like, damn. And um, I feel like that is so relatable sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I see how black people be acting sometimes. And, like, I'm not saying, like, you should be. I'm just saying, bro, you got to be aware of who you're around. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying, bro. I'm not condemning black people who who are naturally themselves. I always want that to happen. But because of this history and because of uh, where we live and how we live, you know what I'm saying, we got to watch how we live and do what we do. So anyway, yeah, bro, that movie was fire as fuck, man. You know what I mean? And it goes to show that black people just don't be thinking sometimes, you know? I mean, obviously, this was made. This movie was made in 1986, and, of course, now we have a lot of black people graduating from college and, you know what I mean, doing a whole lot better. Uh, but still, I still think that the the black mind, though the black mind, sometimes I have a hard time understanding if the black mind has more diversity of thought today um, or if it just seems like it has more diversity of thought today. And what do I mean by that? I mean diversity of individual of individuals like, a black individual's consciousness, you know what I mean, or thought patterns or thought beliefs, whatever. I feel like we've just been totally categorized into like two separate things. And I saw this tweet today that was hella crazy. It says people want to say that gender and sexuality is binary or is a spectrum, 
but politics is binary. And I was like, yo, that is hella true. Like, not too much about the whole gender sexuality being the spectrum, but the idea that the political system isn't projected as a spectrum. We don't perceive it as a spectrum. We perceive it as this. No, are you this or are you that? Because if you're this, then you can't be with that. And if you're with that, then you cannot be with this. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'd be thinking about. I'm like, yo, that's what it's like. That leaves no room for nuance. If we if we have a binary mindset, that leaves no room for nuance. That means I can't have that gray spot. You know what I mean? People don't like gray areas. You know what I mean? It has to be black and it has to be white. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I really noticed about that movie. And I noticed how important it is to elevate the black conscious and to elevate the black mind and to not only to not only lead black people into thinking for themselves, but thinking of how they can be useful for the black community, you know what I mean? Because what do I mean by that? I mean that most of the time we have to be depicted as a damn rapper, a damn entertainer, you know what I'm saying? We got to be depicted as a damn R&B singer, I don't know, some shit, an athlete, whatever, rather than an engineer, right? Rather than like a damn plumber, you know what I mean? Rather than a tech guy. Now, obviously, you know what I mean? It's getting better, you know what I'm saying? It's getting better for sure our representation, but understand that symbolism isn't progression. Symbolism is not progression at all. Symbolism does nothing but fill you up with tingly feelings. Like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, I see someone with the same skin color on a on a Target ad. Like, yo, fool, you know, like, it, it, like I don't know, man. I don't know. I have I have disagreements with that, but I don't see that being... You know, I don't see that being a real progression in my mind. And it makes me wonder what is progression for the black mind, for the black for black people in America, black Americans, I should say. Because to be honest with you, I identify off of black consciousness. You know what I'm saying? And I hate to say this, but my people don't all have that. You know what I mean? We, I don't hate to say that. It's the truth. You know what I mean? We just, we just don't share this common goal. You know what I'm saying? We have different, what is it? Different routes to the same, to the same destination. I'm starting to think that it, that that's not really true. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that's as true as we think it is. Maybe for sure. It could be that. And I think it, it is that, but we're not going to the same destination. You guys are going somewhere off. You guys are going somewhere a little bit away from us. You know what I'm saying? But you guys have to understand, like, when you do more uncovering of the history of Africa and, like, where black people come from, you'll understand that it was never about being black. Like, it was because we were black. You know what I mean? And we had black skin. We had melanin. But... We were Nubians, they say. They say we were Kushites. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you go to Africa, you have Ugandans. When you go to Nigeria, you have the Igbo tribe and, like, all these different cultural sects, like, in the, within the country itself, you know? That, like, when you say someone's African, you refer to the continent. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got to watch your language. Like, when you refer to people as African, you, you're talking about the continent. You know what I'm saying? And you have to understand that there's countries within the continent. And those countries within the continent were once 
very, 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 very long ago, pure black African people. Now, I'm still trying to uncover the history, but I can tell you that this is what it was. I can set the geographical framework for you. You know what I'm saying? How you see Africa today, it's mixed up. It's scrambled, bruh. Isn't that, didn't they call it that? The scramble for Africa or some shit like that? I don't know. There was something like that where all the European countries and Asian countries were trying to come over here and get, and get or not over here, like the U.S. I mean, that too, they were definitely trying to get over here, but they were trying to get into Africa and still are trying to get into Africa for its resources. Because Africa is the home. Africa is the damn, like, blood. You know what I mean? Not saying, like, the rainforest ain't either, but shit, the whole world used to be together, and I think that, I don't know this for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if Africa and South America were once, you know what I mean, in bed together. Like, they were once attached together, tethered together, and then over time, when the when the earth changes and moves, it, it, gets so, it gets so separate because they call the rainforest the lungs of the world, you know what I'm saying? But when you look at Africa, that's really like the the oil, the gold, you know what I'm saying? That's really like the heart of the world, I feel. And that's where we that's where we come from. You know what I'm saying? They say everybody I don't know if everybody come from black people. I don't know too much about that. I'm not gonna say that or anything like that. But it is interesting to think that to think about the uh, what black is and what it can be mixed with and what it produces. And also on top of that, if you prescribe to you know, I mean, science and, and evolution and all that type of thing. And you think about how these other races and other people were created. You know what I'm saying? It makes you think about it and it makes you wonder, like, damn, how does this stuff all work? So that's all I'm saying, man. Anyway, this is a long-ass podcast episode. If you stayed till this end of it, yo, shout-out to you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, go like this. Uh, go follow me on YouTube at the Con TV. Follow me on Instagram at AndreTheCon. Uh, underscore underscore it's o n d r e t h a k h a n underscore underscore on Instagram. Uh, holla 